Greetings, gentle listener. You are listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast and another edition of This Week in Brattleboro History by Historical Society trustee Joe Rivers this week with help from his students at Brattleboro Area Middle School. Released onto the World Wide Web Thursday, November 5th, 2015. It was 172 years ago this week that the local paper, the Vermont Phoenix, published a revised interpretation of the Battle of Bennington during the Revolutionary War. In 1843, the War for Independence had been over for 77 years, and people thought they knew what had happened. History books had written about the reasons and outcomes of the war, but new information about the war was coming to light from sources that had not been previously known. History books had long established that the Battle of Bennington between the British and the Americans was one of the turning points of the Revolutionary War. It took place on August 16, 1777, in an open field in Woolloomsack, New York. The Americans won the battle, capturing, killing, and wounding almost a thousand British soldiers. The British objective had been to seize as many supplies, including food, horses, cattle, wagon, and oxen from the Vermonters as possible. 7,000 British troops, led by General John Burgoyne, had left Canada with the goal of marching to New York City to split the rebelling New England colonies from the rest of America. Once the British had reached the southern end of Lake Champlain, they realized they did not have enough supplies to make it all the way to New York City. General John Burgoyne had then made a plan to attack Vermont with a force of about 800 soldiers, in hopes of capturing enough supplies to make it to New York City. On the front page of the November 3, 1843 edition of the Vermont Phoenix, the orders from the commander of the British Army, General Burgoyne, to the leader of the attack on Vermont, Colonel Blum, were published. This letter had just been discovered, 77 years after the Battle of Bennington, and contained new information about the reasons for the attack on Vermont by the British. In the orders written three days before bombs set off with about 800 soldiers to attack Vermont, it was clear that the goal of the attack was not Bennington. In the original orders, Bennington was not even mentioned. Instead, the orders had Baum and his men traveling east from Arlington and Manchester, visiting Rockingham and eventually arriving in Brattleboro. There were two objectives. One was to travel over the hills of Vermont and capture as many supplies as possible to send back to the main British army waiting in New York. The second objective was one of deceit. Colonel Baum was marching through Vermont to Brattleboro in order to convince the Americans that the goal of the British Army was to travel down the Connecticut River Valley and eventually attack Boston. This was a diversionary tactic as the British plan was to collect needed supplies in Vermont and actually travel down the Hudson River Valley to attack New York City. Sometime after the orders were written, but before Baum left to attack Vermont on August 9, 1777, General Burgoyne changed his mind. British spies erroneously reported to the general that there was a great collection of horses, cattle, and oxen in Bennington. General Burgoyne told Colonel Baum to abandon the plan to travel all the way to Brattleboro and, instead, attack Bennington. While General Burgoyne was changing orders, American General John Stark and the New Hampshire militia were organizing at Fort No. 4, up the Connecticut River in Charlestown, New Hampshire. The Vermont government had sent a letter to the New Hampshire government requesting military help 
because American spies were telling the Vermonters that British would soon invade. Stark marched his New Hampshire militia to Bennington and rallied with the Vermont militia and troops from Massachusetts. Colonel Seth Warner led the Vermont soldiers and together the men from New Hampshire, Vermont and Massachusetts traveled to Woolloomsack, New York to battle the invading British soldiers led by Colonel Baum. As we know, the New England soldiers defeated the British. Vermont was protected from invasion. The British planned to create a diversionary tactic in Vermont failed. And in about a month, the British planned to march to New York City and cut New England off from the rest of the colonies was defeated at the Battle of Saratoga. It wasn't until 77 years after the so-called Battle of Bennington that people knew how Brattleboro and the rest of southern Vermont played in the plans of British military strategy during the Revolutionary War. By November of 1843, the battle between New England soldiers and the British Empire in Woolloomsack, New York, had been called the Battle of Bennington for over 70 years. With this new information found in the orders of General Burgoyne to Colonel Baum about the intent of the British Army, some historians argued that the battle should more correctly be named the Battle for Vermont. It was 172 years ago this week that the real purpose of the planned British invasion of Vermont during the Revolutionary War was revealed in the Vermont Phoenix newspaper. Maybe the Battle of Bennington should be renamed the Battle for Vermont. Thanks to Calista, Gabe, Bella, and Ben for reading This Week in Brattleboro History. Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.